This is the Hans Shot First Podcast. They don't know it, I'm telling you. We'll be talking in-depth about common movie moments from my dead body. With the mix of all things pop culture along the way. Yeah, all Scott. Okay. Welcome everyone to Hands Shop First. I'm Jeff, joined as usual by Scott and Alex. Say hello. Hello. Hey. This week we're talking about huh, bad boys. What you gonna do? What you gonna do? What you want? What you want? Bad Boys came out in 1995. Directed, Fuck yeah, dude. <laughs> I couldn't. I would. I wouldn't have known that by just watching the movie. <laughs> Directed by Michael Bay. Wait, Jeff, Jeff. I think. I think the correct way to say that would be. Fucking directed by Michael fucking Bay. Fuck. <laughs> okay. Written by George Gallo and Michael Barry. Uh, of no doubt, it's a Bruckheimer. Um, <laughs> yes. Yeah. What's his face? His, his partner in crime there. Uh, what, Don Simpson? No, the other partner in crime. Oh. Oh, crap. I'll figure it out later. Anyway, starring Will Smith, Martin Lawrence, uh, and Tia Leone. And Joey Pants. Checking and Joey Cairo. Pants. Mark Elgenberger. Lots of yeah. yeah. Him? Teresa Randall. That's Emmanuel Exigribib. Right. <laughs> mm-hmm. That's him. God damn it. Bruckheimer and... It's not Simpson? I don't think it's Simpson. It's the other guy. It's the crazy guy that... I think like Tom Cruise is making fun of in... Um, Thunder. Big Trop. Tropic Thunder. Big Tropic Thunder. It's, it, Simpson was a... Right, it is Don. It is Simpson. Okay, I'm thinking of somebody else then. All right, you guys are right. Mm-hmm. Kim Coates in the very beginning. That's right. It's a carjacker. That is. He's one of the. He's like one of the all-time that guy guys. Mm-hmm. John Sally. Let us let us not forget. All right. Alex knows who John Sally is. Yeah. Who's that? Is that the guy at the uh, liquor store? <laughs> no. That's the uh, the super tall hacker. He's a oh okay. he's a basketball player. So, mm-hmm. He, he I mean, he's no AC ball. Green, but he, he well, no, because they play different positions. But yeah, I, both I see your point. The Lakers, there. they both did. Yeah, that's true. Kevin Corrigan's in this. Yeah, Michael Imperioli. Did you recognize him? I did, of course. <laughs> All right, Scott. This is your movie. What's your history with it? So uh, this one, I. I Definitely remember the first time that I saw this uh, was at uh, a hotel in outside of Phoenix um, for a few days as a kid, and just basically left left to my own devices uh, for for much of the trip. And the uh, at least I think it was broken. They like this is back when um, you, you know you, Sorry, Joel Silver is who I was thinking of. Oh, okay, Silver. Okay, that makes sense. Um, this is back when, uh, I mean, on demand is still a thing, but way back in the day, you, you could only get it at hotels and it was a big deal and it was super expensive, but for whatever reason, the thing was broken. At least I'd like to think it was broken. 
because they just kept mm-hmm. showing all of the the pay-per-view movies all the on-demand movies um, over and over again and this is like the same trip i saw this there was a uh, braveheart was at the same time that was one of the movies they were showing along with this uh i forget what like the third one was but uh, at any rate so i, I, hope, I think it was backdoor sluts nine it could have been uh i mean it, it might be lost eight. in the plot it might have been eight i don't i don't know <laughs> Well, I mean, there were some holes in it. Whoa! <laughs> Whoa! Uh, but yeah, I do. I do remember watching this uh, uh, a couple times because why not? Because <laughs> uh, at the time, this movie was fucking rad, and it still is. Uh, so yeah, that's that's my history with it. Uh, it was my first taste of, of Michael Bay, <laughs> for sure. All right, Alex, what's your history with this movie? Um, I vaguely remember watching it before, but then watching it again, I was like, oh, I think I was remembering more Bad Boys 2 than I was this movie. Um, yeah, the shit just yeah. got real was not from this movie. That's from yeah, it is not from this movie because I was waiting for it. And like, hot oh, fuzz. Shit. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. It's like, oh, that's the, that's the second one. I think I remember that one more. Maybe. Okay, uh, for me, this is the very first time I've seen it. Uh, I remember when, you know, the trailers and everything, and I wanted to see it. I mean, it looked like, you know, obviously, uh, I knew Martin Lawrence from his show on TV, and Will Smith from his show on TV, (laughs) but also at that point, I think ID4 and Men in Black had probably come out by this point, I'm assuming. Um, Wanted to see it, just never got around to it, and then, I don't know, 20 years later, 25 years later... (laughs) Still hadn't got around to it until Alex made me watch it. Or, sorry, Scott made me watch it. Sorry, reflex mm-hmm. there, Alex. You're welcome. Um, <laughs> it's all right. <laughs> and, uh, uh, yeah, we'll get into it with our list. So, with that, let's talk about our lists. Each of us are going to talk about seven items from the movie. Scott, lead us off. What's your number seven? All right. Uh, this, this is a weird one because uh, I feel like there's a lot to talk about. But at the same time, it was it was hard to distill it down. Uh, but here, here the some of these are, are broader strokes. But this one is very specific, and it, it made me laugh out loud. Uh, the, the the scene like toward the end of the movie when they're uh, after Julie's been kidnapped, uh, and they have the the chase of the streets of of, of I'm assuming it's Miami. Uh, like you didn't see the gigantic sign? No, I'm, I'm saying I'm, I'm saying like I I don't I've never been to Miami, so I have no idea like how accurate like like just if it was like a back lot somewhere is, is all I'm saying. It felt uh, like L.A. to me, but I don't know. Yeah, that, that that's that's what I'm saying. Um, Let's see. But but uh, at any rate, uh, that it felt like Will Smith was running around with that shirt open for like 20 minutes. Like <laughs> like they would cut they cut away. To like, and by the way, the, the, the honorable mention to some of the the cuts and the, the edits on the the camera work on some of these shootouts, where like mm-hmm. cameras are like zooming in and out, like they do some weird shit that does not work. But uh, yeah, they keep cutting away to the, the villains, and and at one point, Martin Lawrence is running around, and I can see why they don't have him do too much of that. <laughs> but uh, they. They have all that, and they cut back to Will Smith, and he's still running with the shirt open. Go back to the action. They come back to him, and it's like slow motion. Him running with the shirt open, like it, it, it was hilarious. Like at at two hours, you know, maybe cut one of those shots. 
Yeah, mm-hmm. I have this on my list a little higher up. I'll just t- add to you right here. Uh, Will Smith like has never really been like a they like uh, like as a sex symbol in movies other than this, right? Like he's never been that guy where he's oh he's gonna pop his shirt off in this movie, right? Or am I? I it's just weird <sighs> for him in this, like. He's obviously, I mean, this, you know, he's is, in good I mean, shape, this is, but... This is the movie that kind of launched him as, a, as an action star. Um, or, or at least, like, made him... Uh, right, an action star, but not yeah, uh, yeah. sexy action star. Yeah, I, 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 I don't know. <laughs> like, I mean, I don't remember, like, Tom Cruise... Uh, I mean, is Tom Cruise an action star? Probably not. Uh, yeah. Yeah, he is. Yeah, he is. I mean, like, in the 90s, though. Like, by that, like... In 95, is he an action star? Man, it's like Mission Impossible, I think, came out in 94. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. alright. But he's not, like, walking around without his shirt off in the movies, right? No, but he had already done other movies, like Top Gun, Risky Business, other stuff where... That is true. That is true. Um, I, I don't know. I, I, I never really thought about Will Smith's sex appeal, Jeff. <laughs> well, I know, but that's it stood out to me. Like he's always been like dressed goofy, like in Will's in you know in the Fresh Prince. And... Yeah, yeah, this is a huge departure from that. Yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, and then, but I mean, like in, in Men in Black, he's you know cool. He's, yeah, he's, he's slick. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It's a very nineties, another very nineties movie, which we'll talk about. In a minute. But, uh, mm-hmm. uh, yeah, just hilarious. Like there's there's no there's no nudity in this movie. Uh, they they do have uh, some some scantily clad women. And then Will Smith <laughs> running around. Oh, Will Smith, mm-hmm. and then that sleeveless shirt that, <laughs> that Marlon Lawrence is wearing, <laughs> which is cracking God, me up. That was terrible. <laughs> oh, God. Yeah, it's Miami. It's yeah, hot out there. It is, it is true. It is true. It's, it's probably warm. Uh, but yeah, Will Smith running around with that, that shirt open. Like, it was, I don't feel gratuitous. It was making me laugh. All right, Alex, number seven. My number seven is. The, the fucked up lighting that they had in pretty much every night scene. When they were in the building, it was like just stark blue, was... like super bright blue, like volumetric light coming in through the windows. Yes, yes. The neon shit yes. going everywhere. It's like, all right, take question, it down a notch. Question for you, Alex. How, how much of that is the lighting and how much of that is like like the post-like treatment of the film? In the 90s, I'm going to say it's mostly uh, the lighting. Well, I mean, they're driving around and shit, and, like, they're, like, it's, like, yellow. Like, everything's yellow when they're driving around. Like, that can't... Magic hour. <laughs> oh, yeah. They'll like, probably put a filter. Yeah, that's they what I'm saying. They probably had a filter or something that, that, over that's it. That's what I'm I, saying. Like, yeah. Uh, back then, they probably didn't do stuff like that in post. They might have had it over the lenses, but, yeah, they, they probably could have I mean, you could treat film. Too. Like, you could, cha- you could like, Yeah, they the would color. treat the film. Oh, okay. Stuff. There you go. Yeah. But, yeah, no, yeah. It, was, it was fucking ridiculous. Like... Yeah, that the only time the, the only time I felt like the color was normal was when they were like inside somewhere where action wasn't happening in the daytime. And, well, and and at the like the final scene, I guess, but uh, like when they're in the hangar, like everywhere else, like mm-hmm. like when they're outside, yeah, it's fucking ridiculous. Mm-hmm. Masturbatory, some might say, <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, just the yellows and the blues. Yeah, it was, it was weird. Mm-hmm. All right, uh, my number seven. Let's just get this out of the way. Um, this movie was not funny. Uh, none of the jokes landed on me. Uh, like the jokes, I thought that was supposed to be funny. I definitely laughed at some scenes, but not because they were funny. Just because it's 
1995 movie or whatever. I, and it's, I don't know why, because Martin Lawrence and Will Smith are two hilarious dudes. I, it just didn't work for me. I, I don't know. I, like I said, um, watching this in my mid-40s as opposed to watching, if I would have watched this in 95, I would have been 18 years old. I'm sure I would have ate it up and loved every second of it, but... Uh, yeah, I, I, right now it just did not work for me at all. I, I'd say like watching it again, like because I, I actually haven't seen it in a while. Uh, I, it, it's it's probably like close to fifty fifty to me, where I'm just kind of you know, kind of rolling my eye, maybe a little even cringe. Like some of the stuff I, that was funny, like the the line about the the masseuse woman, like the she massages shit, like the like yeah, that was yeah, funny, like delivery on some of that, that stuff, like. Martin Lawrence, when he when he's talking about uh, my baloney, only has one name. <laughs> um, the yeah, some like nobody. Well, I think part of the problem is is uh, nobody in this movie acts like a real human being. So yeah, that's it, true. it makes it makes some of the jokes uh, like land a little flat. I think, uh, especially mm-hmm. with some of the banter. Uh, but then there's some funny like uh, bitches of the sea <laughs> that made me laugh. <laughs> Um, the yeah. only thing I just remember that got a chuckle out of me was when Will Smith is talking to his Martin Lawrence's wife over the phone, and after she hangs up, he starts, uh, you know, what are you wearing and stuff like that, pit to piss him off. <laughs> I'm, just kinda got, I'm just playing. That kind of got chuckled, but for the most part, like I said, for two hilarious individuals, um, yeah, didn't work. Yeah, I yeah, I can see that. Some some good lines though, like I want to meet the man who whoops Shaft's ass. Yeah. All right, uh, Scott, number six. Number six is, and I, I butcher his name, Chicky Cario. Uh, cheeky, cheeky, cheeky. I don't know. <laughs> I think it, I think it's close actually. It's like more cheeky than Chicky. But at, at any rate, um, name's super. It's like it's like French by way of Turkey. Like there's no chance that that any like three of us can pronounce it correctly. But. Uh, yeah, this is one of my favorite, uh, like, smaller character actors um, who doesn't get to play the villain or didn't get to play the villain often enough. Um, and uh, credit to him, he, he, he doesn't, uh, like, in his career, like, he, he's usually not the villain, uh, which, which is interesting because you can see how he'd be kind of typecast as that. But, um, yeah, I, I, at any rate, I really like him here. Um, he doesn't get a whole lot of lines, but uh, he brings an intensity. Like, I, I think maybe doing a, a slight disservice by calling him like a poor man's, <laughs> like Alan Rickman or whatever. But you know, this is they're still riding high in the whole Euro bad guy thing, <laughs> and he mm-hmm. like with that accent, like he like automatically and instantly becomes super Euro. Uh, you know, kind of uh, exotic. Um, but yeah, I, I, I uh, like what he's doing here. Uh, you know, this is one of my... Um, between this and Kiss of the Dragon, uh, you know, I'd have to consider him if I you know, was doing like an all-time like villains list. At least like a top 20. Anyway. Hmm. All right. Uh, Alex, number six. My number six is... I don't think i like that they did the identity swap in this movie huh it's got a bit of a pay it's got a payoff at the end and it's kind of funny but that seems more like a sequel type of thing when you've established the characters and you've spent like a whole movie uh already you know 
not doing that. And then I think it would have had more impact if they did it like in a sequel going, oh, okay, you know, the first movie they played it straight and this movie they're switching it up, you know, literally. Uh, but yeah, I, th- I think I could have done without all that. All right, so I will say I had this higher on my list too as at least it was something different about this movie than a, a normal buddy cop movie. But I kind of agree with what you're saying. Like if this was Martin Riggs switching at an Lethal Weapon 3, it would have been a lot more hilarious to see Riggs living with Trisha and, and Murtaugh living on the beach with the dog. and the, <laughs> Right? Like I could see yeah. that. It would, it would work a lot better because we know those characters. So I, I agree with you. Mm-hmm. Um it did add a twist to a buddy cop movie, which I did appreciate. But I see, I see where you're coming from. Yeah, I still, I, I, yeah, I think just having Will Smith and Martin Lawrence in one movie would be enough of a twist for me, like enough of an update. Because yeah, there's not enough, there, there isn't enough uh, black buddy cop movies. Oh, I thought you were saying you don't get enough like uh, Fox stars mixing with NBC stars. <laughs> <laughs> I don't get enough shirtless Will Smiths, is what I'm saying. <laughs> All right, that will so. sex appeal. Yeah, I mean, I never saw that the Wild Wild West movie. Maybe he has a shirt off a lot in that. I'm not sure. He, he, I yeah. don't remember. Yeah, me either. Oh. Spider Sama Hayek. There's that. Sama Hayek actually shows some some cheeks. Oh, nice. Holy like, partial cheeks. <laughs> Just <some> cheeks. <laughs> All right. Uh, my number six is uh, what? What's her name? Tia Leone in this movie. Uh, she's in it. There's parts that I like, parts that I didn't like. It's just that 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 hostage, not the hostage. What do you call her? Like you know, she's the Joe Pesci from *Lethal Weapon* two of this yeah, movie. The, yeah, yeah. Just... But she's not. She does not act like Joe Pesci. I mean, she looks a lot better than Joe Pesci. But she, it's it's a trade off, and I don't know. Like I said, I don't. I can't say it was bad. I can't say it was good. It's just it stuck out, and, and there it is. Mm-hmm. That's all I really got to say about that. Yeah, I don't mention at, for at least her. She's vegan in, in this movie. Right? Like, yeah, she's like I remember at the time thinking like, like she's wildly attractive. I mean, she still very much is. Uh, uh, you know, looking back at this movie, like some some of those '90s outfits. But uh, we'll mm-hmm. talk more about that in a second. But uh, <laughs> yeah, I, I I I was thinking about it like as I watched this. I think it was interesting that. Um, you know, you, you have the two black actors, um, and they're you know, hundred percent the the heroes and and the stars, and they get to do all the cool shit in the movie. Um, and in fact, other than like that, like Carjack in the beginning, like none of the villains they really come across are black, um, which is so, which is like a, really a convention that I love from from like eighties nineties, these these like like white all these white dudes moving. Uh, like, like hero, I, I, they never were quite clear on what the fuck it was they're moving because they're calling it dope, they're calling it heroin. Uh, at one point, the guy's like fucking snorting it. Like, I, I, <laughs> I didn't quite understand that. Um, yeah, that didn't work out so well in Pulp Fiction. Th- that is true. Uh, <laughs> but yeah, just these these kind of multi, uh, like, ethnic cultural gangs. Um, that, that that populated the the nineties, even though there are no bad black guys in this. Uh, but 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 when you juxtapose that, oh, there's that, two bad boys. Scott. There's what two bad boys. About? Yeah, yeah. That um, they they went with uh, Taylor Leone as is is this actress in the middle, and I think part of it is Michael Bay. Um, I think Michael Bay definitely has a type. Like, 
Mm. Like if you if you put a picture of this uh, of Tealini and this next to like uh, Megan Fox, um, Liv Tyler, um, they all don't look like super different. <laughs> like I would say the makeup, especially of Megan Fox and Transformers and Tia Leone in this, like, were very... Yeah. Yeah. yeah spot yeah. on. Yeah, so... Um, just interesting casting choice at that point. Uh, at least as far as, like, the how of it, or the why of it. Do you think Jerry made Tia Leone wash his car as an addition, too? It's very possible. Mm. <laughs> Better question. Do you think uh, David Duchovny was on set for any of these scenes? Oh. Mm. With Will Smith, definitely. Oh, maybe, yeah. Maybe they were both Hutton aliens at the same time. Oh, man. I want to believe. What was that stupid alien movie that David Duchovny, like, has a cameo in? Oh, a cameo? Or are you talking about Evolution? Evolution, yeah. Yeah, no, he's like the star in that. Yeah, so him and um, he is a star in that. Yeah, yeah, him and uh, 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 was it Orlando Jones? Orlando Jones is in it, but uh, red hair, uh, carrot top, not carrot top. Uh, woman, boogie nights. God, my brain's shutting off here. Oh, um, yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Uh, anyway, what's her face? Jurassic Park two and yeah, yeah. Oh, God, why can't I think of this? I can't think of her name either. Silence of the Lambs too. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. What a two fugitive. Years. Yes, her. Anyway, we we know who we're talking about. Anyway. Yes. So that was right. your oh. number six, right? <laughs> Sorry. Yeah. So your your number five, Scott. Number five is this is the most nineties movie that we've done in a long time. Like mm-hmm. I, I was trying to think of movies that we've done in our, our like 300 plus um and the only one that i think like is more so than this would be like hackers um, <laughs> yeah. um this is like painfully 90s like just all the the shit that they're wearing like again that sleeveless shirt that <laughs> Lawrence is wearing it's oh that shit was cracking me up um all of the the suits that will smith wears in this movie uh, where he just has like the t-shirt underneath, uh, I you know that might be more of a throwback to like a Miami Vice thing. I don't know. Uh, with that, yeah, like all like the Ta- Leone's outfits in this with like those huge like I don't know what the fuck those were. They weren't heels, uh, and then the dyed hair. Um, again, that might have been on behalf of Michael Bay though. Uh, he wanted her as a brunette instead of a blonde, just her natural hair color. Mm. Um, even like. Checky Cairo, he's also got the suit on, but he's like wearing sneakers. Like everybody's wearing fucking sneakers in this movie. Um, well, it's Miami. It is Miami. Uh, you get Mark Helgenberger, her haircut, <laughs> which only lived in that in that time period. Um, <laughs> yeah. yeah so, so there was that. There, there was the the that that music. The you know, and Michael Bay gets credit for this, whether he deserves it or not. But that. Uh, that kind of butt rock with the <laughs> with the the guitar, like it's kind of like the next evolution of like the saxophone from <laughs> from uh, Lethal Weapon. Lethal Weapon. Uh, yeah. So yeah, 
get that. Uh, you know, just it's basically setting the stage for for action movies for like the next like fucking fifteen years. Really, um, thank God the Matrix came along. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, or who knows what kind of schlock we'd still be trying to fight our way out of. Um, Got everyone wearing leather again. That's cool. Yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Do you have anything Funny. that says Leather Daddy? I was just going to say the same thing. <laughs> um, so is that like the the, the, the plotting? Uh, so I'm pretty sure 95 people would have had mobile phones. They just like were like, ah, fuck it. It, it makes it too hard to, <laughs> to ride around. And I guess people have to like call each other at home. Uh, like it doesn't make... A ton of sense. Ninety-five. Uh, uh, I think so. I mean, some people like X Files was on at this point, and Mulder and Scully were always using phones. Yeah, well, but so they're feds. Yeah, so it wasn't commonplace for most people, but they were definitely around, and they were not the giant ones either. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah just uh, again the uh, quintessential like '90s action movie here. Yeah. So yeah, that's my number four. All right, Alex, number five. Number five is they—they they just tried forcing too many quips. Just in every scene, they just trying to be super quippy, like they're trying to outdo each other. Martin Lawrence and Will Smith, yeah, trying to outdo each other, and then you throw in Taylor Leone not being funny. Uh, yeah, it was—it was just too much. A lot of it, there's some chuckles here and there, like Jeff said, but most of it was just noise. Yeah, I agree. It was it was a bit much. I think Stallone and uh, Tango, Tango and Cash had better quips with each other. <laughs> Rebo was a boozy. Um, <laughs> all right. Well, my number five did make me laugh, but I don't think it's supposed to be funny. And that was Joey Pants shooting hoops at the police station or whatever <laughs> the frick they were. What that the was hell funny. is that scene all about? Got to have him doing something. Let's have yeah. the. Yeah. What was he? He wasn't a chief. What the hell was he? A captain? A captain. Yeah. He, he was, he was like my favorite my favorite archetype of the stupid chief, which is the stupid chief with a heart of gold. Mm-hmm. <laughs> God, just him shooting hoops and being terrible. And then, you, and then the terrible line, you go, everyone wants to be like Mike. Get the fuck out of here. I did. I, <laughs> I, I, I was thinking of all before you got here. I, I did like every scene with Joy Pants. Like I thought he was great in like pretty much every yeah. scene he had. Yeah. Like he was very good at like kind of the the nebbishy mm-hmm. uh, chief like yelling at them. Yeah, he's Japanese, but he was a uh, shooting hoops. Yeah, with the lights off. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> uh, a little bit more to say about the sets in a minute there. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. That's my number five, uh, Scott. What's your number four? Number four is I. I feel like this is like the the next step from uh, Lethal Weapon this is the kind of the buddy cop movie of the 90s um, you know so Lethal Weapon 2 came out in like early 90 I guess right but uh, you know we'll count this as, as the, the the first one to come along since the first Lethal Weapon to, to really have an impact like I can't think of anything between these two right between the two of those um Probably, but I couldn't. Yeah, I do. I do like it. It's it's you know in, in its way it's you know as dumb as this movie is, um, in, in its way it is 
oddly progressive again you have two uh you know two black leads um they're both very likable even if as you guys point out some of the, the dialogue doesn't quite work um mm-hmm. and uh yeah like and they're, they're the studio was begging on these guys too that's that's the other interesting part of this um is you know Bruckheimer and the Simpsons were like yeah, okay yeah we'll we'll have a we, we'll do some do something with somebody other than Stallone or Tom Cruise or whoever as as, as the case may be um and you get Will Smith like I think Will Smith like definitely looks more the part here um but it, but on paper you're like what we'll Mar- Martin Lawrence in an action movie like it like it doesn't make sense right um but but I think it, it really does work here um Despite all that, I think they do have great chemistry together, um, which is, you know, the, I think the thing that hinges on any buddy cop movie. You know, even, even if, like, you guys wind up not like, or if you didn't like this, um, I, I think that is still one of its strengths. Um, they, they, do, they do have, uh, you know, again, like that kind of easy uh, back and forth, like with... Uh, a rapport, if you will. A rapport, yes, thank you. Uh, just kind of like Michael Mel Gibson and, and Danny. Danny <laughs> yeah, Michael Rapport. Uh, they do. I, I, I'll give you that. They do have chemistry. Now, is it as good as Mel Gibson and no. Danny Glover? No, no, no. Um, but by the way, you, Scott, oh, you really are crazy about buddy cop movies. There's another movie that came out in 1995, which is way better. Well, technically not a buddy cop movie. It really is a buddy cop movie, and that's Die Hard with a Vengeance. Oh yeah. I thought about that because uh, I. Yeah, I was thinking about Die Hard: The Vengeance, um, and yes, that is the better movie, um, but I, I feel like it's a different vehicle almost. Um, it's not; they're not cop. I mean, uh, he's not a cop, Samuel Jackson, but they basically plays the part in this movie. And yeah. I'll take um, that every day. So, yeah, just this is just again, uh, I find it very interesting that like this was the the next step, and yeah, like. That did come out at the same time, um, so yeah, you, you bring up a valid point, Jeff. Uh, but this this was like big money in this, though. Well, not, <laughs> we'll talk more about the sets and, and some of the action pieces, I'm sure. But uh, yeah, this is just uh, I just think it's cool, like you're getting something a little bit different here uh, in the mid '90s. Yeah. All right, um, Scott. Or sorry, Alex, number four. My number four is I really like that intro scene at the beginning uh, where they're just in uh, Mike's car in his new $105,000 Porsche. Uh, and he Martin Lawrence just eating a giant hamburger cup. He's like, where are your cup holders? Uh, that whole interaction was great. It really sets up both of the characters and like their, their personalities, where they're both coming from. In like, a short little snippet, you get like a lot of history between these two. And it, it, it's a great setup. It was a great setup, but that's the car he drives during work? Or what was the whole point of that, like... Yeah. That's his work car. When he's under, yeah. when he's driving around as a cop, he's driving his Porsche, not like a... Yeah. Yeah, I wouldn't, I wouldn't think too hard about the cops shit in this movie, because they do a bunch <laughs> of... Like, they're awful police officers. They're good in a fight, but they're awful, they're awful cops. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, my number four has already been mentioned, and I said, what the fuck, Will Smith shirtless. <laughs> So, I think we've talked about that enough. So, Scott, what's your number three? Just some yeah, slow three, motion running, just nips, yeah. nips akimbo. Um, mm-hmm. So, my my number three uh, is 
<laughs> Wait, sorry, sorry, real quick. It, it did remind me, I wanted to mention this. It reminded me of two things, one funny and one not so funny. But that scene in, um, is it Boys in the Hood when they're, when what's his face is running away from the, uh, the drive by? It's, it's Cuba Gooding at that point, I think. And it's kind of like a slow motion scene of him running. I think that's the movie about. But more importantly, it reminds me of the Red Hot Chili Peppers video with Anthony Kiedis <laughs> running. And I think he's shirtless too with his yeah, shirt yeah, open. Yes. <laughs> so, oh my God. 90s. There it is. <laughs> yes, 90s. Good fucking 90s. Uh, All right. It's got three. Number three is almost every set piece in this movie is not a place that people would be in. <laughs> and so everything is so fucking ridiculous in this movie. The. Uh, the police station, number one. At one point on, on the line, when, or sorry, when they're coming up the escalator and, and Martin Lawrence is giving him shit and that's when he gives the, I want to meet the man who whoops Shaft's ass. In the background, I swear to God, you see a gift shop. Like, I don't know where <laughs> they were filming, but but once you actually get inside the, the police station, it's like a, uh, like a bank? I, like a... It looks like it used to be a bank or something like that. Just kind of run down. Like I guess they're going for Miami architecture, whatever the hell that means. Uh, so there's that. Um, mm. The the hotel suite that they that they go in and they they explain like, oh yeah, it's this Capone suite at all the secret exits or whatever, which is got to be total bullshit. Uh, her mm, apartment. Who is sweet? Hmm? Sorry, I remember from forgetting Sarah Marshall. It's the Capua suite. <laughs> yeah. Uh, like Mike's apartment, um, with the the uh, with Chet downstairs who just has keys to give out to people, which also made no sense to me. Like, does he live in a hotel? Like that, that didn't make sense. Martin Lawrence's house, which, by the way, looks like even back in '95, would have been hideously expensive for like a, a just a <laughs> cop to to have bought. In, um, you find out, like, in the second movie, they, I don't know, they got a different location or whatever, but the house is, like, right on the water. Like, <laughs> like that, would not, would not have been a cheap property. Yeah. Um, uh, the, the, hair, the airplane hangar, um, just the the club, too, was, was super weird. Um, it's like... <laughs> I wonder if the that was an inspiration to the Wachowskis. Was was the the club scene from from Bad Boys? <laughs> yeah, uh, we could do this hey, better. That also with upper, the with the juke point Jezebel playing. Yeah. That upper window thing that the guys were looking through that reminded me of um, Sam Jackson. Uh, what's the like the the gentleman fighter? The English. Uh, oh my god! What? What's the movie with Colin Firth and? They're like they dress all nice and they kick the shit out of each other. Oh, oh, the uh, Kingsman, the Kingsman, Kingsman, yes. Layer that, that. <laughs> they dress all nice and kick the shit out of each other. <laughs> anyway, you want to talk about the scene with Sam Jackson at the top and he's yeah. releasing the gas or whatever? I forgot the plot of that movie, but okay. Anyway, sorry. By the way, Scott, this is all filmed in Florida. Oh wow. Okay. According to IMDb, well, all I mean, the definitely all the, all the, the fucking shots of Miami, like the the long shots. Yeah, but I, I mean, this is all the filming locations. None of them say LA or anything. They're all okay. interesting. Miami and Florida, hmm. Miami, and Benito on Miami. Yeah, uh, 
yeah, just just Michael Bay. It's like, yeah, we we need to we have these sets look this way. Mm. All right, Alex, number three. Number three is I like the lackeys. Uh, they they were so colorful and like yelling at each other and everything. They're they're. They were kind of almost like the opposite of Will Smith and uh, Martin Lawrence. <laughs> they were all, you know, partner lackeys, and they were yelling at each other. I thought that was great, especially since I disagree. I don't think the main villain was kind of just generic for me. Same here. So, so having like really colorful lackeys to to like contrast that, I thought I thought that was nice. I like that. Yeah. Which is perfect, which leads into my number three. Um, mm-hmm. Well, half of my number three. My number three is the two sports stars that I picked out in this movie. One we already talked about, John Sally, playing the hacker. Uh, the other one is L.A. King's enforcer, Marty McSorley, playing oh. one of the henchmen. Oh, he yeah. is the guy be- The guy's being tortured. Or interrogated, or whatever. That was that, McSorley? That was Marty McSorley. Holy shit. And I... I swear, I'm like, is that fucking Marty McSorley? And then something in my mind re- triggered, like, I remember back in the day everyone talking about Marty McSorley being in one of these action movies, and I didn't know it was Bad Boys, and I went and looked at the credits, and it was it was Marty McSorley. But I knew it. Once I, once I rewound it, looked at him again, huh. it was definitely Marty. How how long was McSorley in the league? Like, when did uh, he retire? Well, he, <laughs> he didn't like, get, he he didn't get like, retired. He got kicked out of the league for, for swinging a stick at a guy's yeah, head. Yeah, but, but, um... But that was like in the the aughts, wasn't it? Late, I think that was late nineties. Late and 90s, he was okay. playing in the league in the eighties with Gretzky on the okay. Oilers. I was going to say because he looks old in ninety five. Yeah, in ninety five, he either just got he was still on the Kings or just about to get traded away from the Kings. But then he came back later too. Oh, that was a fantastic performance for a pro hockey player. <laughs> and not since uh, Cam Neely in uh, was was this predate. Um, Oh my God! What's the the Jim Carrey, the Dumb and Dumber? Ace Ventura. No, Dumb and Dumber. Oh. The big, who's, who's the big bruiser? Oh the, yeah, Seabass. Seabass, yeah. Cam Neely and Marty McSorley. Jeff, have you anyway. have you ever seen uh, This Is Forty? I have not. I've talked about this before, but there's there's a I'm scene where like shit. they meet up with. Uh, it's like half of the Pittsburgh Penguins. So whenever that movie came out. Like, I think it was the Penguins. Uh, I don't know. You you might recognize a couple of them. Uh, now maybe. Uh, but at, at any rate, uh, yeah, that's 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 a really cool tidbit. I didn't uh, <laughs> I didn't know that. Was yeah. he credited as Martin McSorley? It's like it's like Michael nope, Bay, Martin McSorley, like a hockey fan or something, like a Kings fan. Oh, Bruckheimer uh, owns an NHL team now. He's a huge hockey fan. Okay, then that that explains it. He's in L.A. He has a celebrity hockey like pro am tournaments all the time. Now he's a huge hockey fan, and he literally just bought the. He's part of the, the group Crickens. that got the Seattle expansion team. Yeah, yeah. You should have listened to my sports news. No, yeah, I, I, do, I do remember that. <laughs> remember, so, did we talk yeah. about this like last week? Right? Come full circle. Yeah, that's right. And I do every time. Whoa, Alex. I mean, sorry, Scott. Number two. <laughs> number two is this is absolutely like a. a, a Calling it a Bayesian effort. <laughs> Michael Bay's fucking fingerprints are all over the shit. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't think we get our first explosion until like an hour into the movie. 
<laughs> showing yeah. some restraint. Yeah. Like <laughs> maybe this is like the producers going, yeah, maybe maybe we don't spend the money on this. But like it wasn't even that big of an explosion. And I'm like, yeah, that's kind of tame for Bay. And then that whole hangar blows up at the end. I'm like, okay, yeah, Jesus, that's the Bay we know. Um, we mm-hmm. get the early like like Dutch pan around shot when they're in the streets, like after the the chase is over. It happens uh, nonstop in this movie. Yeah, no, we get <laughs> get all the the cuts, the edits, the slow motion, um, just the 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 characters like not acting like real human beings. Um, it's this is you can see like this is just like the stepping stone into like the rock. Like you can mm. see like a direct line. <laughs> yeah, to to all that stuff. And um, this is his first full movie yeah it was like like first big big budget uh, music videos and stuff like that but yeah it's bad boys the rock armageddon pearl harbor whoo oh god pearl harbor but but you can see like he basically michael michael bay sat down and was like here's my template for making a movie and then he just applied that over and over and over and over again (laughs) he sure did yeah i don't know maybe maybe not took pearl harbor but pearl harbor is fucking awful so i don't know well, I think he climaxed at the rock. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, between this and the rock, like I'm good. For the, I'm good. Like I don't really need to see any other Michael Bay. <laughs> I don't think like I could live. Like I enjoyed Transformers the first time around. I guess yeah. mostly because Megan yeah. Fox, but whatever. Yeah, kind of like how I like I like the island because of Scarlett Johansson. <laughs> Um, all right, uh, so that was your number two, Alex. Number two. My number two is the chemistry between Martin Lawrence and Will Smith. Nice. Uh, it, you know, I thought it it did carry the movie for me. It was great, even though their quips and their jokes and everything, and them talking over each other constantly, you know, <laughs> didn't always land. Uh, I thought it was awesome, uh, and you could tell because I think I want to say that I enjoy. I haven't seen it in forever, but I want to say that Bad Boys Two is a better movie, and I think they have better examples. Of them working together. Bad Boys 2 is not a better movie. Let me just go on record and, and state that yeah. as fact. Okay, well, we'll see. <laughs> yes, we will. We'll never know. <laughs> Put it on Jeff's list. Alright, no. Uh, my number two is the role reversal thing that Alex didn't like. And I kind of already talked about it. Like, I think it was different. It changed up the Buddy Cop movie. Um, so I at least, it was something different. I think hearing Alex's complaints about it, I agree. If you know, if you knew more about the characters and they were doing it in Bad Boys Two or Three or whatever, probably would have worked better. But for this, yeah, it was something different in a buddy cop movie. So hmm. that's my number two. Uh, Scott, what's your number one? Okay, yeah, my number one is, is Smith and Lawrence here. Uh, basically, everything we said about the chemistry there, about how they they carry this this big action movie in a time when. You didn't have guys like this doing that, uh, and uh, worth mentioning again how this this set up uh, Will Smith to, to be an action star, a big budget movie, a bankable star, and and even Martin Lawrence got to do some some more um, kind of I wouldn't call them action movies, but action oriented uh, films. I think that this helped him along with that. Yeah. Uh, so so yep, yeah, Smith and Lawrence. It sounds like a law firm or something. All right, Alex, number one. Uh, overall, 
I, I, I like the big, dumb, fun action of this movie. It was entertaining, and I liked it. Okay. Yeah. All right. And my number one has already been talked about, but it's Michael fucking Bay. I mean, this thing is spinning <laughs> in circles. I'm getting dizzy from all these camera crane moves. The mm-hmm. lighting, the sunsets, the, you already yeah, talked about the dark, but then the, everything's yellow in the daytime, and the spinning, the slow motion, the explosions. I mean, it just is. You could literally have, I had no idea about this movie, and I could have watched ten minutes of this and said, this feels like a Michael Bay movie. <laughs> and everything you said, like, he just fit this for me. I think he got a little better at it. Like, I think The Rock has, the you know, the car chase scene there is better, and it's his first movie, so he did improve upon this. Um, mm-hmm. But it is very. Once you've seen one, you kind of seen them all. But but they're like Alex said. This one I didn't find as fun. But some of his other movies, as much as I don't like them, they they're fun. Shovel popcorn in your mouth and mm-hmm. watch robots and car chases and hot women and whatever else he does in his movies. It's it is what it is. So so uh, funny talking about all this Michael Bay stuff. Uh, uh, Ralph Garman. This was years and years ago. Uh, probably around the time uh, Transformers came out think um ralph carmen way back in, in k-rock days was, was doing his movie news thing and he talked about how i i maybe i'm getting this wrong but he talked about how he was in some bar somewhere and, and some guys were, were having a conversation and one of them was talking about how he'd seen the the transformers movie early and garmin basically said he was laughing because he heard this guy say dude Trust me, Michael Bay is back. <laughs> and the the idea that like somehow Michael Bay's like career was like in tatters somehow like like he's he's Michael Bay is like pretty much untouchable like like you can't like there's no, like you know what you're getting with him like, mm-hmm. <laughs> like there's not it's not like he's 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 gonna like do something different and you know it's just. I don't know the idea that is funny to me. Michael Bay's back. He's back. All right. Uh, any honorable mentions? Uh, again, uh, Tay Leone. Uh, what else did I have in my notes here? Mentioned again the Kim Coates at the beginning. Um, that that Cobra at the end is fucking sweet car. Like oh hell yeah. Like Porsches are cool, I guess, but. That the, the Cobra, whew. Oh, fucking awesome! That's a sweet fucking car. Mm-hmm. I like how that dude was able to single out Tail Leone in that fucking strobe light. Hell yeah, no, that was club. that was hilarious because the first guy, like the other guy, is like, "Oh my god, it's the cop," and then like the other guy's like, "Oh my god, it's the girl." Like it was the same. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that was funny. Also, I liked how the men's room was like you could see it through the the aquarium or whatever. Oh yeah, that didn't make any sense to me. Oh, it's better than, uh, what's, <laughs> what's that fucking bar at Newport we used to go to every once in a while? Uh, where there was no door to the bathroom. <laughs> there was always flooded like, by a couple inches every fucking time. Could have been a couple places, Alex. I don't know. Oh, yeah, that's true. On, like... I say no doors. You're talking about our high school? Like, yeah. <laughs> like, like, on... Are you talking about, like, before you get down to the water? Or... Like actually, like the goat, goat hill. Goat what hill. Are you talking about? No, not goat hill. It was closer to the water. Yeah. So like near Balboa. It was on the beach. 
Sharkies? Like the, yeah, Sharkies? No, not Sharkies. Anyway. It was the other one. Which is fascinating to our listeners. <laughs> yeah. Don't go there, people. <laughs> Any of the places we named. All right, oh, uh, it's time to rate it. Do. As usual, we rate on a scale of one to seven, one being garbage, seven being perfection. Uh, Alec, or sorry, Scott, what do you give it? It's a five for me. Uh, I, I still really enjoyed watching this again. Uh, I, you know, I picked this again thinking after Amadeus that that like okay, this will be a lot breezier, a typical action movie. I'm like, no, but it's two hours. So, uh, although it didn't really drag on that much for me, it didn't. It didn't need yeah. two hours, so that that definitely l- loses uh, some potential points for, or a potential point for me. Um, yeah, watching it again, I, I I was cringy. Oh, oh, one thing we didn't mention, um, you had the two um, the two you know black leads in this, and and you know that that was different. And then they had the whole scene where they like it's like the super racist gas station attendant thing. It's like why? Like, oh yeah, like uh, it was unnecessary. Um, that that definitely hurts this movie as well. But. Uh, yeah, this this isn't uh, <laughs> not Michael Bay's best, but uh, yeah, this is more for my childhood. So yeah, it's a five for me. Okay, Alex. Mm, I think this for me it edges into a five because the the action, uh, the car chases, the running shirtless, it all adds up to a pretty fun movie. Okay, that's Joey Pants yelling. Can't be beat. <laughs> this movie gets a two for me. Wow. <laughs> However, not it gets the Marty McSorley bump. And now it's a three. <laughs> the, so the technically Marty... it gets a three. It should be a two, but Marty makes it a three. It gets the Marty McSorley assault and battery bump. <laughs> yes, it does. <laughs> Did he go to jail right. for that shit? He didn't go to jail, but he got, arre- he got arrested, and I think he had the community service and a bunch of other stuff. But Lucky I don't think he actually served time, but... Like, there's no, like, like a million people saw him do it. Like, there's no, like, like gainsaying what he did. That's crazy to me. Like, I'm not saying he necessarily should have or whatever, but, it, yeah, just for him to kind of get out I of it. I mean, in hockey, you could punch a guy in the face, and on the street, you get assault. That, in hockey that is true. Nothing, that, so. that is true. Uh, but what he did was terrible and awful, and he should have been kicked out from the league, but I don't know. That's all i got to say about that. Uh, the Martin McSorley bump gets the three. <laughs> now it's on to our crossover movie. list, which is what, Scott? Uh, top five Will Smith? There it is. Um, sure. So I tried to keep this to movies. Um, oh, wow. <laughs> a guy with such a career spanning. Yes. The only thing he doesn't do is video games. Yes. So uh, looking over Will Smith's over of, of work, I, I realized that uh, Smith hasn't been in too many things that I actually really enjoyed. So, Same yeah. here. That's <laughs> yeah, true. I, I was a little, I, I guess, surprised. Uh, so, yeah, just to jump right in. Uh, number five uh, is Hancock. Um, I don't think Hancock is a good movie. Um, nope. but I But I did like him in that. Um Charlie Theron is is great in that. <laughs> I don't like that. Um, and Hancock is better than some of the other movies on this list. And I actually haven't seen quite a few things. Like I imagine if I'd seen uh, Ali, that would be on my list. 
Um, so we'll see oh, yeah. what, what you guys might have to say about that. But uh, number five, um, Hancock. I've never seen it. I've never seen it either. Um, Alex? I mean, I haven't seen Ali. I've oh. seen Hancock. I haven't seen either. Alex, what's your number five? Uh, my number five is I Am Legend. Haven't seen that uh, either. That's a yeah. Uh, yeah, I like the idea of it. It was pretty cool. It, yeah, it's it's you know based off the same book as the Omega Man with Charlton Heston, which is I think I'm gonna go out on a limb and say better than I Am Legend, but <laughs> it was all right. I liked it. It's okay. All right. I said the same thing. I it did make my list, but I yeah, only for certain moments. Oh. Like parts of it, I get ruined because of certain scenes. But for the most part, it was an okay movie. Mm-hmm. All right, well, my number five is, I'm assuming a little higher in your guys' list, but maybe not, and that is Men in Black. Oh, yeah, way higher. Way higher. Um, I don't really like this movie, but I think he is really good in it. I, I think the casting of those two characters is, like, spot on. I just don't like the movie. I've never really enjoyed that movie, and I don't know what it is. Oh, It's the goofy alien stuff. I'm looking for and- a friend... Yes, that, that's, <laughs> that's hilarious. Um, I never read the movie, but I think Will Smith is awesome. I'm definitely definitely playing off of Tommy Lee Jones. So, uh, Will Smith and Men in Black. That's my number five. Uh, Scott, what's your number four? Number four is this is probably the second movie that I that I saw Will Smith in uh, that I enjoyed. It's actually kind of a departure for him. Um, this one's just a straight drama. Um, I think it's actually based on a, a play. I'm unsure on that. But uh, Six Degrees of Separation. Should I be surprised if either of you have seen this one? Um, I haven't heard of it. I've heard of it. Yes, th- this is... Uh, yeah, th- there's... This is not a comedy. There's there's no, like, mystery heist thing here, which I think he did with, what, Focus? Um, mm-hmm. You know, no, no real romance to speak of in this. It's just kind of the... the this drama with him and Stockton Channing and uh, um, Don Sullivan, I think it was. Um, yeah, just this like really self-contained and kind a of really personal drama. Um, and he's certainly done pure drama pieces since. Uh, but this is uh, you know, one of the first things I saw him in, and, and I remember thinking like, okay, this is this this kid from uh, kid. He's older than me. This this guy from. Fresh Pints actually can 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 act. Uh, you do more than just kind of mug and do the back and forth of bad boys. Hmm. All right, Alex, number four. My number four is I Robot. Same as me. Yeah, that movie's neat, and it's got a uh, uh, what's his face. It's in every Disney movie now. Tudyk. Yeah. The Tud. Alan Tudyk. The, t- the Tud. <laughs> My, the only thing I can remember about that movie besides the stupid shoes bullshit is the... Shoes? Is uh, Chai, Chi McBride, doing the slow motion shotgun shot and then just kind of almost doing the Ash from Evil Dead, like... <laughs> anyway. Mm, what stupid shoes thing? Make a big Chuck deal Taylor's. about the shoes, yeah, yeah. Oh, really? Oh, I yeah. don't remember that. I mean, the shoes. I'm not. I'm not disparaging the shoes themselves, but just that they make a big deal out of it in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah. 
All right, well, that's my number four as well. I, I haven't seen this movie in a while, but it, I was pleasantly surprised. It was like a rental at one point from Netflix, and I really enjoyed the movie, and I thought he was was really good in it. I mean, it's it's an it's a Will Smith action movie, like, but I thought mm-hmm. he did good, and because I like the movie, he gets he gets gets to be on my list. <laughs> there you go. There it is, and it had um, robots. Robots. It definitely had lots of robots. Those damn robots. And that one guy who's in every movie that he's like the bad guy, scientist guy. Uh, he was a good guy pig. in this one. That'll do, pig. That guy, right? Isn't he? Oh, he was, James yeah, Cromwell. Yeah, he was a good guy in this R- one. Yeah, R- Cromwell. R.I.P. Yeah. Um, all right, Scott, number three. Number three is ID4. Uh, does not have the same chemistry that he does with Martin Lawrence that he has with Goldblum. Uh, or, or let me rephrase that. The, the chemistry he has with Goldblum is not the same that he has with Martin Lawrence. But, uh, there it is. Uh, yeah, he gets the the welcome to Earth line that somehow everybody changed into Earth. <laughs> even though he clearly says Earth. He does. Um, <laughs> welcome to planet Earth. Yeah. Suck. <laughs> uh, that, that is a great scene that he punches him, though. like that, Or punches the alien out. Like, I thought that was uh, kind of inspired. But, uh, yeah, and he gets to fly around... Smoke cigars and be Will Smith. There it is. It's a little higher on my list. Uh, Alex, what's your number three? My number three is Bright from Netflix. Honorable mention. Uh, yeah, yeah, I think this is the closest thing we're going to get to a Shadowrun movie, but yep. uh, I thought it was pretty neat. It had some interesting stuff in it, uh, good lore, and I think they're making a sequel. They are. They are. Well, at least it's on the IMDb page, anyway. Hmm. So yeah, looking forward to that. Bright, Bright is interesting because that's like one of the first, um, like, Netflix movies. Yeah. Yes, like one of the big budget. Like we got this big star. Like this is gonna be the same as a studio movie kind of kind of deal. Uh, it, it wasn't quite, <laughs> but it, it definitely set the tone. That you know that, yeah. that we're gonna see more and more of these. And it came out, mm-hmm. like, on Christmas Day or something like that? Yeah, yeah. Like, so everyone's was, home with their family, they right, can watch it? Right, right. Yeah, it was a big deal. Mm-hmm. Well, I, think I he, remember... I think he was, I... like, the only... Like, like the second biggest name in that whole movie was, like, Nomi Rapace. Right? That was, like... <laughs> the... Mm-hmm. I, don't, I don't know if any of you know who that is, but... No. Yeah. Anyway. But, um... Margaret I liked it, but what I remember most about that movie is I was coming down with like swine flu as I was watching it. The whole time I'm watching, Whoa. I'm like, oh, I don't feel good. I don't feel good. And then the, <laughs> like the rest of the holidays, I was down for the count, super high fever. But I enjoyed it. Charge uh, uh, yeah, too. <laughs> my number three is a tie between two of his songs because he is the triple threat. And, uh, <laughs> is Millennium yeah. one of them? <laughs> no, it would be. Uh. From my youth, youth, the first time I ever heard of Will Smith, actually he was just the Fresh Prince, would be Parents Just Don't Understand, <laughs> and then later on, Summertime. Those, I love those two songs by Will yeah. Smith. Not Jiggy with it, but those two. What's like, the Halloween one? Well, there's a Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, that's the one. There's a Nightmare on My Street. Yeah, that came out, I think, on the same album as Parents Just Don't, just don't Understand. But, uh, yeah, people forget He's a musician. Was that before mm-hmm. anything else? Wicked Wild Wild West. <laughs> Sorry, um, and then, yeah, he also did the song for Men in Black. Mm-hmm. Men in Black, yes. And, yeah, so there he goes. Triple Threat. 
Um, Scott, number two. Number two is Bad Boys. So, uh, again, I always try to avoid talking about the movie we just talked about, but yeah, uh, this one specifically, like, I don't, I couldn't replace it. So, yep, Bad Boys. Okay. Um, Alex, number two. Uh, Man in Black. This movie blew me away when I first watched it in the theaters. It was a lot of fun. Aliens and those wormy guys like to drink a lot of coffee. Uh, Roach guy. It's great. It's a lot better. (laughs) Water. Sugar water. Tony Shalhoub. Shalhoub. Yeah. All right. Uh, My number two is The Fresh Prince of Bel-Air. Triple Threat. Mm -hmm. I probably watched... Uh, I mean, I watched. I didn't watch every episode. I couldn't tell you, you know, like some of my other TV shows, but I definitely watched this a lot as a kid. And uh, yeah, it's hilarious. It's you, funny. You, know, you know, it's interesting. Like, you know, white kid from the suburbs. Maybe I didn't pick up on a lot of this when I was watching as a kid. But I see shit from Fresh Prince pop up all the time, like because it's socially relevant now. Like, yeah, like a, a lot mm-hmm. of the stuff, like just them being black and dealing with like racism. Um, came up a lot more than I affluent neighborhood and everything yeah yeah like it came Mm -hmm. up a lot more than than I thought it did (laughs) remembering trying to you know remember back the show um like like and it gets it gets uncomfortable (laughs) watching some of these clips too yeah yeah I think we've talked about this like Will Smith is like now way older than Uncle Phil time yeah Yeah. is he coming yeah I guess he would be yeah R.I.P. James Avery by the way yeah Yo, who's playing the mom this year? <laughs> there was on, during COVID, you know how they were doing a lot of reunions and stuff. Uh, there was a Fresh Prince of Bel-Air reunion. Did you guys ever watch that? No. no. I and I forgot that. what it was on, but yeah, Laura and I watched it. It was pretty good. And there was the whole thing about the two. The two moms. Vivs, right? Vivians yeah, were the names. Yeah. Like, mm-hmm. And there was supposed, there's like supposedly Will Smith is the one that wanted her to leave. That was the rumor. But then he came on and like she was interviewed separately and that wasn't the case. I don't remember the whole details. But yeah, they, they went over that drama. And uh, yeah, they, everyone was there except obviously for um, Uncle Phil. But it was cool. If you guys, I, I wish I could tell you what it was on. It, uh, it might have been like a Peacock thing when Peacock was free for that during that time. Or maybe, because, yeah, mm. it was like primetime NBC, huh? Yeah, so did, I don't remember. We did, watched did it. Did they talk about Avery it. at all? I don't know if you remember or not. Yeah, I mean, they definitely, like, he was the moral center, and he they, he was, like, they're all their real dads and stuff, and he would still, to before he died, would call him up and check in on all of them and everything. Yeah, it was a, when they talked to him, it was a whole, like, you know, hugging and tears and everything. It was, it was good stuff. So I recommend it. I just wish I could tell you what it was. <laughs> There's so many damn services out there. I don't know yeah, where it was, yeah. but we watched it, and it was. By, by the way, I do not know a goddamn person that is, like, signed up for Peacock. Yeah. <laughs> no. I know a couple people that like begrudgingly did uh, the CBS thing just because they're nerds and wanted to watch Star, Star Trek. Trek. But... <laughs> yeah, bro Trek. All right, Scott, number one. The number one is, is Men in Black. Uh, pretty much talked about, about all of it. But yeah, this is, uh, um, just, like Alex said, this is a really fun um, sci-fi movie that never gets too heavy into the, the actual sci-fi. Um, just jump right into the world, and yeah, I think Will Smith is good. It's like the the fish, the the super cocky fish out of water. 
and that. So yeah, Rip Torn, Rip Torn. Yeah, let us yeah. let us not forget. I think his best role though is in the Larry Sanders show. Yeah, so good. God, the, the fucking episode where he gets he stays late after he's pissed with Larry, and he gets drunk for the janitor. I don't remember that. Oh, it's oh, it's fucking gold. <laughs> His best role look is it up Beastmaster. Now. Okay, I'll take yeah, your word for hot it. Hot take. <laughs> and it's HBO Max where you can watch the Fresh Prince reunion. So if you have HBO Max, what does, I wonder if HBO Max has Larry Sanders show. We'll look up that episode. It should. I mean, it has all the old HBO stuff on yeah, there. Yeah. So I don't see why not. All right, uh, Alex, number one. Independence Day. I do yeah. four. <laughs> Roland Emmerich. <laughs> this sci-fi epic is awesome. Oh my gosh. So much fun. I look forward to watching it every year on Independence Day, naturally. I love it. Alright. Oh yeah, my number one as well. Uh, everything Alex said. Uh, I think he... Since I didn't see Bad Boys, this was my first Will Smith movie that I saw. And... Um, yeah, he's he's really fun. He's really good as an action star, and he's funny. Oh, welcome to Earth! And when he's dragging the alien across the desert, and supposed to be at a barbecue. <laughs> and what's that smell? And starts kicking the shit out of the alien. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, oh, I ain't heard no fat lady. Here, let me show you something. That's my clearance right there. It's like, oh yeah, go in here. Yeah, I ain't heard no fat lady. That I mean, yeah. the chemistry yeah is not as good, but they're not really in it together that much but the little time they do have on the ship I thought was pretty faster must go faster and wasn't Goldblum taller than Will Smith when they're yeah. walking like side by side yeah I, I around a little bit it's like, I, Jesus. I don't that's one of those weird things where I think everybody knows Goldblum is just this big awkward thing so I don't think they were stressing about it yeah. <laughs> he's just a big, big awkward, awkward thing, thing. yeah yeah. Yes, yes. Without the oops. Mm-hmm. Brundlefly. Brundlefly. Um, but yeah, Will Smith in that is pretty dang good. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's all I got. So, any audible mentions? Uh, uh, yeah, Wiggy Wild Wild West. <laughs> Wild Wild West is awful. We should put oh, on that movie. <laughs> Fucking movie. Uh, what's that one where he gives away his body parts? Oh, it was like it's six, like yeah, it's like eight eight pounds, six pounds, or something like that. Something I don't like know. That, yeah, I've, I've seen it. It was, uh, it was okay. <laughs> what was that. the one he did recently where he was doing like the concussion stuff with NFL? And everyone made fun of him because he had a line where he has he has an accent because I think he's playing. Uh... Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. That's right. He was playing like a South African, right? Yeah. Um... I want the tooth. I don't forgot what it was. Never mind. I'm going to say something wrong. <laughs> yeah, eject, Jeff. Eject. Um, yeah. Yep. <laughs> so, well, uh, let me look this up real quick because this is going to bug me. Uh, it was that other one with the uh, six uh, secret to happiness. So this right? was, was this before Bright or after Bright? No, it was, it was called Concussion. Okay. Oh, there you go. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Let us not forget Suicide Squad, though. He did not elevate that material. He was one of the few bright spots, I thought, in that movie, uh, but he was just overcast. Yeah, <laughs> like, I think he, I, he did not... Yeah, it was not a good fit for him, I think. No. Like, that movie was terrible, and obviously Harley Quinn was the, only, the, the real good thing about the show, but he was okay, I thought. The rest was just garbage. 
the the show. <laughs> yeah, we, we you know we talk about those commercials about I think what are they? Uh, is, is it Geico yeah. progressive about not becoming your parents? Like, yeah, it's <laughs> it's a show, not a program. Or like what do they call it? Yeah. What, what did I say? Like the show. You said it was a show. He was good on that show. show. Oh, the movie. Whatever. <laughs> That's what my stepdad does. Because everything is show. Um, the concussion. Uh, Oh, he had, he had the really funny cameo in Anchorman 2. I don't I've remember. Seen, I, can, I gotta watch Anchorman 2 again. But you know what didn't suck? Was that uh, M. Night Shyamalan movie, After Earth? Is that it? That's what I've been trying to think of. That, he plays it with his son, though, right? Yeah. yeah. I think Wilson's a terrible parent. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> throw that out. Yeah. Well, his his leg was broken. His butt, He couldn't move. That's why... Uh, What's his face? Karate Kid had to go out and do everything. No, but I'm just yeah, saying in real is... life. I think him and his oh, wife okay. are terrible parents and have raised terrible children. I'm just. Yeah. I have no idea. I'm just kidding. I just they make bad music. <laughs> so they do stupid decisions, but they also have lots of money and they're young and stupid. So whatever. Mm-hmm. I was going to say Oblivion, but Oblivion—that's the Tom that's Cruise. Tom Cruise. Yeah. yeah, and that was Morgan Freeman. No, but I just thought that was the name of the movie. I'm not being uh, <laughs> the news news guy from Channel 5 here. Right. All right, uh, with that, it's time for Alex Knows Sports. I'm Alex, and I like sports. Sports ball? Simone Biles is Scott damn incredible. Yeah. Have you guys seen her, her? Yeah, her, uh, her pike vault. First, first... Yeah, her first woman in history makes the Yurchenko double pike vault when she comes the back Yurchenko in, in the U.S. Vault? Yeah, <laughs> it's better than the. It's more difficult than the triple indie. <laughs> but uh, it it was it's incredible to see. I'm playing it right now because I just want to see it again. It's oh my gosh, it's it's phenomenal. I mean, it's it's. I don't think she's come up really since the Olympics. Jeez, it's been a while, but. Yeah, I'm I'm on record as saying that she's uh, she's a badass. Like, mm-hmm. like she's doing things that human beings should not be able to do. Yeah, I'm on record Seriously. as saying she's a badass. Mm-hmm. That's it. That's everything in sports. Yeah, I haven't seen. All it. right. Well, I can't wait for the Olympic talk to increase as we get closer and closer. If it actually happens, which <laughs> yeah, I, think I it know will. It, yeah. it shouldn't. But yeah. okay. Apparently, people in Japan aren't super happy about it. At least some they are, they are not happy about it. But they also won't take their vaccinations. I mean, I, uh, an like island that. that's small, and Tokyo is a very populated city. And yeah, Jeebus. You know, they sleep in little compartments. The <laughs> <laughs> business workers. I've was seen a, movies. It was a Counting Crows song, wasn't it? One week, look at me. What? Oh. How come no one? How come we haven't done the crow yet? That feels oh, like a Scott a movie. Does it? Time to dig it run to ride to All right, we'll just listen to Stone Temple Pilots instead yeah. of watching STP instead. <laughs> I mean, there are worse things we could do, I guess. Yeah. Scott volunteered. It's going on your list. Did you have a short list? <laughs> yeah, it's on the short list. <laughs> All right, it's time for an EM news. Yeah, 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 yeah. It was yeah. Okay, uh, so I want to talk about a couple trailers, and then uh, yeah, some, some Hollywood news, some, some kind of mm. meta Hollywood news. 
so big big surprise uh, I want to talk about the Eternals teaser trailer mm. that, oh, that just came it. out um, so once again I'm forced to to ask somebody in Hollywood to define what a teaser is because it's like two minutes long and shows a lot of things <laughs> But uh, I still, uh, yeah. Scott, I always said this. I still have no idea what the movie's about, so I say it's a tease. <laughs> okay. Um, I do know that Rob Stark and Jon Snow are in it, which is awesome. Jon Snow is in it. Yeah, I didn't see Jon Snow. Yeah, you, yeah, you did. <laughs> wow. Uh, yeah, I, I, I think it was Sama Hayek doing the narration. At least I hope it wasn't. It wasn't uh, Angelina Jolie doing a weird accent. Um, <laughs> Mm-hmm. Like could, could be, could be, yeah, exactly. Couldn't be a hundred percent sure about that. Uh, but uh, yeah, you, the you know, without spoiling too much, the turns out the Eternals, as the name implies, have been around for a really long time uh, on planet Earth. Uh, yeah, it kind of shows them um, putting their fingerprints on different parts of the world, um, and yeah, like not not a lot of action uh there's a funny joke at the end of the well yeah funny joke at the end of the trailer um that so, definitely so, ties things together with the, the rest of the marvel universe yeah so scott real quick uh spoiler alert if you don't want to see the trailer i guess you should listen to this but i was watching it with laura and then like because that thing it's almost like a stinger to the trailer right like they do the trailer yeah, it was like a, and then it stops for a stinger, second yeah and then laura turns to me and goes so, like, is this any way connected to the Marvel Universe, or is this just a different thing? And they literally are like, well, since Iron Man and Captain America are dead, what do we do? I'm like, well, there it answers your question. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, I was getting to see uh, Rob Stark get his chance here. Uh, the big Hollywood movie. Um, since He's done some, some things since, but I don't think he's done anything nearly this scale. Um, huge uh, Gemma Chan fan. Um, so so happy to see her get get a leading role. Um, but yeah, curious to see like exactly what Sama Hayek's and uh, Angelina Jolie's role are going to be in this. Uh, you know, being kind of veteran heavyweight actors. Uh, get to see uh, Camille uh, was doing she like in the, like the Bali dance, the Bollywood kind of dance. What, what's up? Was Sama Hayek in the trailer besides oh, yeah. her voice? Oh yeah. She, she was like the oh, only yeah, one that was like right in now. full costume the whole time, every time she showed up in the trailer. Okay. Uh, so maybe that was why. It was, it was hard to recognize her. Um, yeah, no. The the, the trailer kind of hinted at a villain, but not really. So we'll, we'll see what, what happens. And then, and then, of course, just like the ultimate nerd question on my part is like, yeah, how does this tie in with everything? Like, you know, because one of the things the MCU has not shied away from is just throwing people out there for the general public to know about them. <laughs> mm-hmm. uh, this is this is the opposite of the DC, where everybody's got a secret identity, and, and uh, so we'll we'll see um, how everything plays out. I just like that, like all the Stark children now. I think besides the two little shitty boys are like in Marvel <laughs> movies now. That is true. Yeah, that's right, Maisie. Have either of you watched uh, New Mutants? New yet? Mutants. I started and I got like ten minutes in. I was like, nah, just pieced out. Yeah, I, I, I just yeah. wasn't in the mood for. It. I could tell I wasn't in the mood for it. 
Yeah, no, Remember, Sansa is, um, what's her face? Phoenix. That's so, right, yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. All of them except the two little Rickon and <sighs> Butthole, what I forgot his name. Butthole. Bran. Bran, there you go. <laughs> you remember Rickon before you remember Bran. I know, that's so weird. Uh, <laughs> the actual kid that ended up on the throne the entire show. Yeah, ended. Jesus <laughs> Christ. The... Spoiler alert. Yeah. Uh, the the last X Men movie was just like perfectly meet like if if we were to do a one to ten scale that would have been like a perfect five like just right in the middle <laughs> like yeah so it would have been a four there. a perfect four for us yeah yeah thanks Alex <laughs> you're welcome <laughs> but no just just to give the idea like how much room it would have had in either direction like yeah. It's a larger scale. Four is in the middle. Yeah, I get that. I'm I'm saying like a very different scale. It's three on either side. I'm saying if you go by con- more conventional scale that people like identify more with. It would be right. I don't know. Seven's a pretty conventional number. I don't think it is. Not for rating movies. But Alex is right, Scott. That's the reason we choose seven because if you choose five, there's only uh, four above it. Mm-hmm. Five above it. Sorry, five above it and four below it. Where at seven, there's three below, three above. Boom. Now we're just getting math. I don't want to. Do it. <laughs> uh, so, so the Eternals. Um, the other thing that I I watched, and I don't remember when this became official, but I but I finally sat down to watch the. I don't even know what what the movie's called, like the official title of the movie because it's just calling itself F nine, uh, but the. Fast and Furious 9, Part 9, yeah. Fast 9. I I do not know what they're actually calling this movie. Um, but anyway, I did watch the trailer. Um, it's it's exactly what you think it would be. <laughs> like, it's like, well, where do they go from like the all the ridiculous stuff that they keep building upon uh, in each of these movies? Um, in this case, John Cena. <laughs> Mm-hmm. Uh, so you know, I, you know spoilers uh, like John Cena is the bad guy um, and he's somehow more formidable than all the other bad guys that have come in the previous eight movies um, but the trailer is fucking hilarious because like so uh, Vin Diesel Dom and, and John Cena have a history that they, they talk about in the trailer um and basically John Cena's characters had this chip on his shoulder his entire life and they like talk about like you spent your whole life like wanting to be stronger than dumb and faster than dumb and smarter than dumb and blah 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 and like just thinking back to the first movie the first movie they're just petty thieves like (laughs) they do do a couple cool car things but they're not like fucking master criminals that they they slowly morphed into over the course (laughs) of this series um you know, just some other trailers. They they brought back, um, uh, uh, uh Bru- what's Jordana Brewster. Mm-hmm. I think is her name. Mm-hmm. Punky um, Brewster, not Punky Brewster. Jordana Brewster, yep. um, who was like his sister, um, who's who's uh, Paul Walker's character's wife, Brian's wife in the movie. So she, oh, yeah. she's kind of set out the last couple, but they brought her back in. Um, yeah, it's got the rest of the cast. Um, I felt bad for, uh, um, again, going back to Game of Thrones. Um, 
what what's what was the her like handmaiden's name? Who's handmaid? Who's also super hot? Uh, Sansa. No. Who's handmaid? Khaleesi's. Uh, mm-hmm. Dyna- oh, Daenerys's. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. um, God damn it! I can't remember her name. She was yeah, in like the last about. one or two of these movies. I forget. But she like shows up in the movie and like doesn't have a fucking line in this trailer. You know, like everybody else gets to talk except her. Kind of felt bad for her. Um, but uh, anyways, yeah, this the go watch the trailer because there's some dumb shit going. There's some like bananas like <laughs> stuff they're doing with the cars again. Uh, that that kind of makes me want to go out to the theaters to actually see this thing. Um, so yeah, that's that's the F nine trailer, and then finally just. Uh, some real news. Uh, mm. Amazon is in talks to buy MGM for $9 billion. $9 billion. So, uh, you know, I'm, I'm sure Amazon's probably more interested in just like that back catalog more than anything else with their streaming service. Mm. Uh, but, you know, this is just another studio to come with a sway. Um, it's interesting to think about kind of the ramifications here like what what does amazon do with like the movie making end of this like do they even care um you know they already kind of got their machine going for uh what they have with prime um you know most recently they had the michael b jordan action movie come out uh which i forgot the name of already uh no mercy yes something like that no Uh, mercy that was based on the tom clancy stuff um, no idea if it has a tie-in to the uh, Jack Ryan stuff they have going. They do spoilers. They do na- do some name dropping in the, this Michael B. Jordan flick um, that I've watched part of. I need to go back and finish it. Um, Red October. He's like oh, Red, October. Red October. Yes. <laughs> oh, you better you, you better uh, save the hostages, or it's going to be a Red October. Yeah. <laughs> uh, yeah, this is just crazy. I, yeah, MGM has been, they declared bankruptcy quite some time ago and just been kind of being held on to by uh, like different like, hedge funds, I guess. Um, you know, Can you get some Amazon Bond movies? So that's, that's interesting is that that's one of the things that's kind of, I don't know if it's holding up the deal, but that is definitely a, a point of contention or, or, you know, what do they want to do with these? Because yeah, that's, one of the few things that MGM has going for it that, that really will generate revenue for them. Um, yeah, we would be curious to see if Amazon does like a like what Warner Brothers is doing with HBO Max. Where it's like, yeah, you can watch it in the theater or you can watch it at home for a month or whatever the case may be. Um, yeah, the other thing, I didn't hear about this, but the Lord of the Rings is their other big title, which Amazon already has the rights for the TV show. So I wonder what that means as far as... Hmm. It's interesting. Uh, but yeah, if they bring up a good point though, Jeff, if they uh, they said, hey, yeah, watch, if you have Amazon Prime, you can watch Bond. Uh, that's 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 got to generate some 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 accounts, some users. Mm. But, uh, yeah, see where this goes. I don't know. I mean, this this all we, we're all headed towards like <laughs> you mentioned Bright and and Blade Runner, or not Blade Runner, uh, um, Shadow Run, like. We're we're all headed to just giant corporations running the world here anyway. So yeah, yeah, uh, corpos. Yeah, we'll we'll see what happens with this. Um, 
Yep, that's that's all I wanted to talk about. Uh, Alex, anything you want to go over? Uh, yeah, I saw coming to America. It's okay. They force uh, at the beginning. It, it's it seems like it's going to be oh just a bunch of forced jokes that they're cramming in here, but no, it, it comes into its own after the start. And uh, yeah, it's a decent movie. Okay. Yeah, that's it. All right, anything else? I've not seen it yet. We'll get around to it eventually, uh, I think. Yeah. A couple good jokes in there. Okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, Jeff, anything you want to go over? Uh, yeah. Oh, well, The Bad Batch. Um, watch that again. Uh, we just released... Alex and I just released an episode on Patreon. You want to hear our review on that? Let's go check it out. Mm-hmm. Um, and then as I was telling you guys right before we started recording, I've been playing Sid Myers or Mayers. I don't know how you say his name. Pirates. Exclamation point. <laughs> Pirates. Uh, it's an old game. It came out like 2005. Um, I played it back then or around that time. And then I recently downloaded it on Steam. And I've been playing that. And uh, it's fun fun game so if you're around our age and you want to get some nostalgia gaming play it you can launch cannonballs at pirate ships you can fence your enemies you can dance with the governor's daughters you can you can dance if you want to (laughs) you can uh uh, leave your you have to to hunt for treasures with treasure maps you buy different things you can go do some strategy take over towns it's a it's a whole big thing it's fun check it out all right. Cool. That's me playing games 15 years old. Can't, can't handle these newfangled... The, nah. These X stations and these game boxes. <laughs> Play box. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, anything else yeah, you want to go over? No. All right. So, Sounds uh, like we're, we're good here. Yeah. Thanks for listening, everybody. And go to our Patreon. Hans shot first dot com slash patreon or patreon.com slash <laughs> yeah that's the one <laughs> i mean try try both you'll get there eventually yeah yeah uh find the link in the description of this episode our, our link we haven't updated those links in several years but i'm sure most of them are still valid yeah yeah and you get your you get your star wars and your quotes from springfield mm-hmm. thanks for listening everybody we at Hans Shop First would like to thank you for listening and supporting the podcast. We would love to hear from you, so feel free to contact us on Facebook and Twitter at Hans Shop First. Also, please leave us a review on iTunes. Reviews are greatly appreciated and help us get more exposure. Once again, thanks for listening and supporting the podcast.